Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello. It is Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I'm Kelly Fox, and I'm excited to be here. Sorry, we're starting a little late. I don't know what was going on with the service, but we are here now, and we are ready, and we are talking Step 4, Compassion, and it's the introduction night, so that means anything goes, and I am excited uh, to be here with you on New Year's Day. It's a new year, um, and we have... uh, the whole year in front of us to um, practice and integrate the steps into our lives and the tools that we share, and we're excited to get going. Um, I was having an issue with the service, so I don't know if our guest coach is too, um, but we are going to get going. And so let me welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing great, and Happy New Year. It's wonderful to be here with uh, with you and with our listeners and have an opportunity to move forward in 2024. Yes, yes. Exciting, exciting. Uh, so we are talking compassion, and I know this is a um, big component of your transformation. So... What does compassion mean to you? Well, compassion is a synonym for love to me, love and kindness. Um, I think compassion was the key to me learning to love myself and to have self-care and to recognize that in order for me to be authentic and loving others, I, I was going to love myself and and so compassion is, in fearless living language, my essential nature. It's the one thing that in most of my life I had denied myself. I was uh, a, a teacher, and, and service was my passion. Yet my service and my commitments and my passion really rested in a feeling of inadequacy and constantly striving for perfection. If I fell short of my the expectations I had for myself, I would beat myself up. I would feel less than. I would feel like I hadn't given enough, that I was just uh, not good enough. And when I came to Fearless Living and uh, was coached by a coach and came to the understanding that what I was denying myself was authentic compassion. In other words, I was kind to others, I felt compelled to understand and have compassion for others, and yet I was not giving myself that um, quality or that uh, experience. And so that was a real revelation to me and allowed me to, to really change my filter and to see myself as a person of value. Even though I had said I was, I, intellectually I knew I was, 
I um, had done the things that I needed to do to have the profession I wanted to have. I was successful in that. But there was something lacking in my life because I was always striving to be perfect rather than striving to be honest with myself, accountable with myself, and kind to myself. So when I went through the program and I found out my, my essential nature at my core was compassion, and that was having compassion for myself, it was like it released this block or this plug in my life that was keeping me from truly and authentically loving others because I lacked that compassion for myself. So it's been a journey, uh, a process to learn to love myself, to care for myself, to authentically love others, not out of uh, not out of feeling like I had to, that, but because I wanted to. And that was a whole different uh, way of loving others, uh, not so that I could be seen as the perfect mother or the perfect wife, the perfect daughter, but I could love others without perfection, with true compassion. And so that was really a, a changing uh, point in my life. So I, I understand compassion and empathy, kindness and grace so much more once I started giving that to myself. And now I can give it to others and practice giving it to others uh, from a place of contentment, a place of love in my own soul and in my own heart. So compassion is very important, and I understand now how important it is to have it for myself. Yeah, absolutely. And when we talk about anything with fearless living, it always starts with ourselves. And I think that we we can't truly love and um, feel the love that others are are giving us until we can have compassion and love ourselves. Um, it just doesn't penetrate. Uh, that uh, penetrate our, you know, into ourselves where we can really embrace it and feel it and accept it and believe it when we don't, when we're feeling like we don't deserve it or we're not worthy of it. And so when we give it to ourselves, then we're able to receive it from others and we're more fully able to give it back to others. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I love that. I love that. We're going to be talking all month about compassion and how using compassion helps us move towards freedom. So, and you've talked about your, your story of, of how that has um, supported you. What, what are some, what is the tool that you, that you use that supports you uh, when you're having that that challenge with having compassion for yourself? Well, first of all, it's awareness, of course. You know, awareness is where we started every step on the 12 steps of freedom. It is the first step, and it is the first part of every other step, that awareness of when I'm beating myself up or when I'm engaged in destruct, you know, self-destructive behaviors. And I'm starting to feel disappointed or frustrated or angry 
all of that lets me know that I'm I'm in expectation and I'm not living in my intention, which is to have compassion for myself and others. So the, the awareness is the first tool. Then the willingness to uh, tell myself, and this is what I'll tell, I tell myself frequently, is that I perfection is a myth. Uh, it's not an intention uh, for my time on this earth to become perfect. That's a state that will come in the next phase of my existence in eternity. But I can, at this time, in this place, in the present moment, do what I can, when I can, the best I can. And that helps me mm-hmm. so much. Get on that, that uh, roller coaster of you have to be perfect and you have no value unless you're, unless you're perfect. I can, I can just stop. I mean, I, I will frequently just stop, pull over my car, pull my car over if I'm frustrated, stop, pray, do what you can when you can the best you can and that's exactly what's that's what you know your intention is and that's what your purpose is you um you do your best and your best is absolutely enough and you you just care for yourself and you give yourself a break you don't make excuses but you you realize that you can do what you can and in certain circumstances and what you have control over and just then love yourself, give yourself um, credit, acknowledge what you've accomplished, acknowledge the small steps that you've taken, the thoughts that you've been able to switch in your mind from self-destructive to proactive. And that's all when you realize and are aware of and are willing to practice your essential nature. And for me, that's compassion for myself and that just alleviates so much of the stress the angst that comes from thinking that one can be perfect and knowing that I can do what I can when I can the best I can and that helps me so much with my my um, perfectionism which is an addiction which I will never be free of it's just aware of when I'm falling into that trap and how to get out of that trap and oftentimes it's just those those three phrases doing what i can when i can the best i can and then giving myself grace and moving forward doing the best i can under those circumstances at this time and that's okay yeah i love that i know you do love those three things um and that they support you and i think that I mean, I, I share that with clients as well um, because you've, like, um, drilled it into my head as well. But um, I think for me, the thing that the tools that support me the most are um, acknowledgments and gratitudes. And I think that they are the foundational uh, tools to fearless living um, they can support us in every aspect uh, of our uh, of our journey. And uh, if you ever find yourself uh, challenged, uh, do your acknowledgments and your gratitudes, and it's gonna it's gonna move you. So my acknowledgments support me with compassion because uh, when I first you know, 
the question, write the question, you know, write the statement down and ask myself, okay, what did I do yesterday to, that I can acknowledge myself for? Um, my, sometimes my initial thought is, I didn't do anything yesterday. What am I going to acknowledge myself for? Uh, and then I challenge that and I say, okay, I did, I did things. So let me, you know, sit here, let me retrace my day. And then I can usually easily find five things that I can acknowledge myself for. And I think that that's me having compassion uh, for myself and seeing that Every, every, uh, you know, little step counts, every small action, every, every time I am uh, consistent when um, it was uh, a challenge to stay consistent, then I can acknowledge those things and I can pat myself on the back and I can celebrate them. Um, and my gratitude support me with compassion because it helps me to see the compassion that I have that others have for me, um, you know, with acts of service um, or compliments that I receive or um, uh, a lot of times my gratitudes are uh, affection for my children and how, um, you know, I um, readily welcome that affection and that love. Uh, from them and um, have that um, exchange with them of our love for each other. And so it really helps me to uh, recenter myself with having compassion for myself and for others and seeing it in my life. Um, I find that uh, anytime uh, I reflect which gratitudes and acknowledgments definitely is a tool of reflection for me um, that I can see how well uh, I am doing, how blessed I am, uh, and um, that supports me in um, loving myself more and seeing the love, the love that others have for me more. So that is a uh, those are definitely tools that support me. Yeah, that's great. I think acknowledgments and gratitudes are are really a support for every step of our 12 Steps of Freedom. And there's something that I've consistently done for many years, a decade at least, and I don't miss a day. There's a, They're one of the non-negotiables that I do every day is to write my gratitudes and my acknowledgments. And my one of my granddaughters for um, Christmas gave me a journal called a five-minute journal, and it, it includes writing uh, gratitudes each day. And then uh, it has several different things that takes just, like, like it says, five minutes to do it. And she says, I want to do this with you. And it's just been a really um, uplifting experience and a connection between she and I that is strengthening her capacity to use gratitudes and um, affirmations and acknowledgements in her life, you know, in, in a really compact and uh, timely way. So I, I was just so grateful for that. And 
one of the things that it it has that I don't is it a part of my gratitude and acknowledgement journal is it says what three things would make today great, and so it's kind of like an like an affirmation or like a putting something out to the universe that you want to happen that would make your life seem really great. And that's been really interesting and fun to add that to my uh, routine of writing gratitudes and acknowledgements because it's, it's it's interesting the whole behind journal writing and there's a lot of a lot of information and research that shows the power of writing in a journal. And so this uh, this concept that by writing down the three things that would make your day great, or is like setting up the universe to give you those three things, right? Because you're saying mm-hmm. this would make my day great. And it's really interesting because several of the things that I've written, we've been we've been doing this since Christmas. She gave it to me on Christmas, and we decided we decided to start the day after Christmas instead of not waiting till the till today. And several of those things that I I wrote happened that day, and I don't know that the they who knows they may have or may not have, but the fact that I had written them that morning, because the challenge is you write your uh, in the morning you write it before you get out of bed, you know it's the first thing you do, and um, and then at night you go back and and you write down uh, insights of what happened that day really been fun because it's a little bit you know a little addition to my regular practice of writing at least five gratitudes and five acknowledgements daily and uh, I've really appreciated that little that little you know um, tweak uh, to the practice and so far it's uh, it's opened up some new uh, you know new uh, new uh, avenues of uh, engagement you know with my with my goals and my dreams so it's been fun it's been interesting and it's just another way to have compassion for yourself by saying this is what this is what would make my day great you know what would make my day great if this happened today and then at the and before you go to bed then writing down uh, you know what what happened today that what did I learn today and uh, so it's just a, a little bit of an addition to that that now I've added to my to my journaling. So I think journaling and writing things down and reflecting on those things is another way to have compassion. Yeah, I love that. I started a new journal today, um, mm-hmm. the Creation Journal uh, by uh, Carol Tuttle. It's a companion to her book, uh, Remembering Wholeness which is a book that I am reading in a book group and uh, with the On Purpose with Purpose community. I get up super early to participate in it. I've had the month of December off, so we're starting again this Wednesday, and um, it's going to be uh, – I, I think we we go all the way until May. Uh, it's a um, – it's going to be uh, a great uh, experience of getting back into it and connecting with these women again. Um, but I started the journal, and one of the things that you do is you set a year intention uh, and a monthly intention, and then uh, each day, uh, the night before, you set an intention of what you want to happen the next day. 
and you write the intention in the present or past tense, so as if it is happening or as if it has already happened. And uh, and so it's a, it's a new way for me to create uh, what I want to happen and how I want to create my day-to-day experience. And so I'm, ex- I'm excited to uh, look at things in a different way and see where it takes me. I love Carol Tuttle and all of her, her work. And so I'm excited to see where the year of this journal takes me. Um, <laughs> and uh, there was a lot of reflection on really what do I want to happen this year and where do I want my focus to be? And this uh, this month, my my focus or my word of the month is engagement, uh, because I really want to create more engagement with our community, with you, our listeners, uh, with our clients, uh, with the people on social media. You know, just really creating more engagement, um, more conversation, uh, more uh, support that I am providing uh, to all of those people that um, are in my circle of influence. And so how am I going to envision that throughout the month? And uh, I have um, kind of wrestled, I guess, with my word of the year, not knowing if I really wanted to fully claim it, and uh, commit to it, but I did in my journal this morning. So my word of the year is discipline. And uh, how am I going to keep that as my as my focus in uh, the things that I want to do? And also, how am I going to uh, have that as my focus without, you know, uh, sabotage sabotaging myself with an all or nothing attitude? So, um, you know, allowing myself, having compassion for myself to slowly integrate um, routines and habits that I want uh, to have um, in my life and uh, a new consistency with them. So um, we'll see how that goes. Um, But we are almost out of, we're almost out of time. I wish we could have heard more from you about your word of the year as we get going. Um, but I, um, we don't have time. So I, sorry, but we will definitely bring that up and into the conversation this month. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we, um, encourage you to go to the fearless generations website, fearlessgeneration.org and, um, check out all of the things that we have coming up in this new year. We definitely want you to be engaged uh, and present for all of the things that we have going on, our free workshops. We are doing a five-day, five-tool challenge in our Facebook group, Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations, starting the 22nd of this month that we definitely would love for you to participate. And the last weekend in August, We have an in-person retreat here in California, and we would love for you to uh, get on board with that and join us for that as well. 
We want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go check it out at fearlessliving.org. And uh, we appreciate and are excited for this new year um, and this continuation of the 12 Steps to Freedom and uh, all that uh, all that is going to uh, present, it, present itself to us, um, all the opportunities and adventures, and how we can this month focus on compassion for ourselves. Terry, any any last uh, word? No, I think we're we're good to go, and um, I'm looking forward to this year as as we progress in our our work and our having our retreat and. We just want to invite all of you to um, have compassion for yourself and move forward. And we're offering many, many opportunities for you to have support to move forward. So be sure to check us out. Absolutely. Well, we thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week. And until then, be fearless. Good night. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.